Hi, Diana. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, my name is Cameron Tuppetsby. I write for USA Today's um, NBA coverage, but um, this is this is a dream come true. Um, so thanks so much for this, and congratulations. Thank you. Um, I have you know a few questions about the game, about video games, about every kid's sports that I'd love to ask you about. I also have questions about things off the court, um, if you're willing. I'll tuck those at the end, and if we stick to video games and whatnot, that works. But um, there's a lot of things happening beyond video games to unpack that that certainly we could talk about. But I'll let you uh, steer the ship when we get there, if that works for you. Sounds good. All right, so I'm I'm talking to the WNBA's all-time leading scorer. You have three titles and five gold medals. Uh, I would put you in that GOAT category, but I feel like that term is overused. So let me ask you this. When you hear the term the GOAT, what do you think of? And do you think you are in that rarefied air? Uh, you know, it's funny. I never, um, that's not for me to, to really <laughs> answer. I just go out there and play. I really don't know what that's all about. I think it's, you know, like you said, it's, it's, very overused so in 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 that way i don't use it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was an impossible question but yeah i thought i'd ask what about away from basketball who is your who's on your the highest list um of of people you root for just athletes in general athletes in general well i mean i have a dying love for the argentinian national soccer team so lionel yeah. messi's a guy that i just follow you know, obviously with Barcelona, then with PSG, the, the Argentina national team. So that's that's one person I follow really closely. And, uh, you know, there's other athletes here and there that I that I love to to watch. And and every time they're on TV, I make sure to, to tune in. Sure. Uh, so let's pivot. Let's talk about the game. You are now a cover athlete, which however valuable that parlance is, that's a big thing um, in the culture. So first, what was your first reaction when you found out that, th that this was going to be a thing, that you were going to be one of the cover athletes for 2K23? I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, <laughs> just to think about being on a cover of, you know, 2K, a game that I played, you know, for, for a lot of years. And, you know, obviously gaming um, in my generation early on was, you know, one of the, the biggest and most popular things for kids to do and and to think that you know sue and i are on the cover it, it's it's really special and it, and it just you know says a lot where our game is gone and and for you know women athletes to have this platform and especially in, in basketball which you know not only have we dedicated our whole lives to our whole careers to it's it's a big step for us no truly i i have questions dedicated to that but an uh, kind of a softball what was your favorite video game growing up so mine was Excite Bike uh, on the OG Nintendo. That was my favorite favorite game. Excite Bike. Wow, you're really reaching back into the past. Okay. Um, yep. And kind of similar. Did you have a favorite role model growing up, um, either ath athletic or not? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, for me, it was always my parents. It was always my mom's, you know, way she always took care of our family and. You know, my dad, every single day, grinded, got up for work every single day. I remember him getting up at 4.30 in the morning and, you know, driving to the factory, getting back at home at 6, getting back in the car at 6.30, taking me to basketball practice, you know, driving around all all around L.A. to get to all the different AU tournaments and, mm -hmm. and practices. So, I mean, for, for me, it was always my parents and, you know, how well they work together as a unit. Uh, amazing. Um that's way better than any canned answer you could have gave. Actually, my next question is, how has motherhood changed the way you approach celebrity? 
um, because oh, you're, yeah. you're now a mother of two and that's, that's obviously very different. Yeah. You know, I try to just, you know, stay very discreet and just, um, you know, try to live life as normal as possible. I don't try to not to go anywhere or, or hide, <laughs> you know, when we're out, we're out. And if people come up, you know, I kind of explained it to Leo, who's getting a little bit bigger. He's four and a half now. And he goes, Mama, why are people always coming up to you? And, you know, I just say, <laughs> I play a little bit of basketball and they recognize me. And, you know, he kind of nods and shakes his head. So I'm sure you've seen the, the 2K promotional stuff and all of that. Does it does it stop getting weird or is it still kind of a shock to see yourself in a movie or an ad? No, it's still, it's, I, you know, you still feel like a little kid when things like this happen. You know, it doesn't matter how many, you know, magazine covers you're on, but you know, when you're on, uh, you know, the biggest video game in the world and uh, this is going to be played by millions of people all across the world who love basketball, that's a big deal. Is there anything about this version of 2K that fans should be extra excited about other than obviously the, the athletes on the cover? Well, I mean, if you know anything about 2K, you know, every year they up their game, you know, sure. when it comes to graphics and different moves and, you know, different player modes. I think, you know, the 2K fanatic is going to really enjoy um, all the advancements in this game. Well, I will tell you that I love to wear uh, an Adidas sweatsuit at the My Park. So if you see someone balling up an Adidas sweatsuit, <laughs> that's me. Um, so I'll see you out there. Sounds good. All right. Um, how about the real game? So we're recording on Tuesday the 28th. Last night you had seven three-pointers. Um, when do you know you're in the zone? Did you know? <laughs> Well, I hit my first three and I was like, oh, this might be a good night for me. You know, sometimes, um, you know, when you get some early looks early and, um, you know, they go in and uh, you just feel like you can get to certain spots on the court and get your shot off. I think that's when you know you're going to have a good night. So, you know, last night it, it worked out. And more importantly, we got we got a W, which is uh, desperately needed right now. Hmm. Uh, kind of similarly, and maybe it's last night. Do you have a, a game or a quarter or a stretch? that when you're falling asleep or when you're, you know, in transit, you think about, like, I'm sure Clay Thompson thinks about that third quarter, right? Do you have any stretch that lives rent-free in your head? Well, you know, it's funny that third quarter, and for me, it's usually the last five minutes of the game where, you know, I kind of just go into the last five minutes of the game, you know, thinking of what needs to be done to try to get this game back on track or to pull away. So uh, for me, it's always been the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. Amazing. All right. Um, I want to talk about Every Kid Sports. This is an organization that 2K is partnered with, and it's, it's really exciting. So what they do is they provide access and funding to low-income youth. Um, and on their website, they say plainly, every kid deserves the chance to play sports. As an athlete, as a mother, as a former kid, what do you think of when you hear that phrase, every kid deserves to, the chance to play sports? I mean, it's so important. And I think a lot of times you, we, we, and different foundations say that you know every every kid should play but you know what sometimes you need financial help to actually get on the court mm -hmm. you know to get on the field to buy cleats to have shoes to have gym time it's you know sometimes you need that financial help to actually get you in the gym and get you to fall in love with playing the sport and um, you know there's nothing better for young kids that, than to be on a team to have discipline and and responsibility I think that builds a lot of character and um the more kids, the more little girls and little boys we can get playing sports. I think it's going to help society. It's going to help them in, in the long run. Totally agree. I, I cut my teeth at an after-school program and then a summer camp. And I think sports mean the world to, to kids. So shout out to every kid's sports and the work they're doing and 2K um, partnering with them. 
I want to stick with this. What do you think are some barriers right now that exist in athletics for um, young girls and young women? Sorry, that cut out. Sorry. Uh, so I asked right now, what do you think are some of the bigger barriers in the U.S. for uh, young women athletes and young girls looking to play sports? Yeah, I think it's the, like we talked about before. It's the opportunity. Um, you know, a lot of times you go to these different organizations and they have, you know, uh, 10 boys teams and, and one girls team. I think uh, the more girls we could get into the gym and make sure it's fun. Um, you know, a lot of these teams get serious pretty quickly, but you know, the game of basketball and the game of sports is to have fun is to enjoy yourself. And then the competitiveness and, you know, uh, the future kind of comes into play, but I think the initial getting them into the gym and getting them to enjoy the game is, is just as important. Totally agree. Um, and including Evercade Sports. Um, what are some exciting points or growth points that you see in athletics for young women and young girls right now? I mean, there's just so much opportunity. And, and, and when you see the momentum of, of where we're at as a society when it comes to women's sports, I think that gives little girls, you know, uh, an extra sense of dreaming that, you know what, if I do this, I can, you know, be in the Olympics, I can be in the WNBA, I can be, you know, a professional women's soccer player, I can be Serena, um, you know, and I, I think it's really important at a really young age to be able to see that and, and to try to emulate it. Sure, totally. All right. So I have, I have a few kind of junk food questions, kind of fun stuff that we can get into. Um, and then again, if we have time and if you're interested, I have a few more serious questions, but let's do kind of the, uh, the easy stuff first. So you played the white Mamba in the new space jam movie, which was uh, really a crazy movie. Um, with great, great respect, Don Cheadle really stole the show for me, but, um, can you give me one space jam story either from set or from, uh, promoting the movie? Yeah, well, we actually, it was pretty cool. One, uh, the day we shot that scene, we were all on set and, uh, you know, it was, you know, LeBron was there, Clay, NECA, Dame. Um, and it was just interesting to be in the same building with everyone and seeing how many people it takes to shoot one scene that takes 10 seconds in the movie. <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, just, uh, just to have that, you know, group of talent all together, you know, trying to make it happen, not on the court, but as, as actors and actresses was pretty funny. I bet. Um, similarly, do you have a, a favorite Olympic story or a favorite Olympics memory? Because uh, you've been to a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, every every Olympics has had its, you know, fair share of, of great stories. Um, you know, in 2004, which was our which was my first one and probably had the most where I enjoyed really just the, the city of Athens and being in Europe for the first time. Um, so I would just say uh, the Athens 2004 Olympics in, in general was uh, just a good time and probably a big funny story in itself. Sure. And congrats, by the way, <laughs> long overdue. <laughs> so I cover the Celtics, uh, among other things. And, you know, we just saw the, the, the Celtics come up short. And one of the things that I think through, so by day, I'm a high school teacher. And I, I suspect that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were a little too young. And I don't mean immature. I don't mean they did anything wrong. I just think that the person that you are when you're 24 is very different than the person that you are when you're 28 or 34. And so apropos of the Celtics themselves, um, I'm wondering if you can talk to that experience. I mean, now you're someone who's been in the league for quite a while. How do you approach the game differently um, when you're 24 versus 34 or even older than that? And is there I something mean, to that? 
absolutely. When you're 24, you have no clue what's going on. And, uh, and that's why those experiences are so important when you're, when you're able to get those that early. I mean, when you talk about, you know, you know, Brown and Tatum, uh, in their short careers, they've done a lot already. They've gained all this knowledge and experience that's going to help them down the, down the line. And, uh, you know, you just see the game differently, the older you get, um, you know, different scenarios and situations don't seem as daunting once you've been in them a couple of times and you can really focus on uh, the things that are important to, to get the job done. And, you know, being a Laker fan, I wasn't too mad the Celtics <laughs> lost, but, uh, you know, they got a great thing going and, uh, you know, the Celtics are going to be there for a while. Sure. And um, I love to root for greatness. I mean, what, what the Warriors accomplished was, was really fun to watch. Absolutely. So, uh, like I said, I have a few questions that if you – if your answer is, you know what, I've already spoken about this, that's great. But if you have something to say, I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, it's June 28th. I'm just so curious about how, as a league and as a community, you guys are approaching the Brittany Griner situation, which is obviously something that no one knows how to deal with because it's not something we deal with day to day. But what are, what are the conversations like um, among players and personnel? Um, well, you know, obviously our, our main focus is to get BG home as soon as possible. I mean, she's been, you know, in Russian prison way too long and, you know, we're trying our hardest to make sure, you know, the U S government, um, the task force that's, you know, assigned to get BG home to do everything possible to get her home, you know, as safe as possible. That's, that's really the only focus that I have every single day. Um, and, you know, I've been able to have some conversations with, you know, people that, you know, are, are privy to, to some important information. And uh, uh, that's literally the message that, that we have. And we're not going to stop until she gets home. Sure. And I'll continue with that. The WNBA has really become a leader and speaking truth to power and standing up by and large for what you agree with, even if it's uh, against, you know, members of the WNBA orbit. What does that mean to you to be a part of uh, this association and, and these kind of moments? Yeah, you know, I think it's a league. We've stood up for a lot of the things that are important to us, you know, personally and 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 more importantly for, for society. And I think that's happened in a lot of realms, whether it's, you know, voting and, and different civil rights. And obviously with BG, we're, you know, we're going forward as a league to make sure she gets home. Sure. Um, again, please feel free to say no comment. Um, I'm just curious what conversations and uh, the aftermath of Roe being overturned have been like. I mean, that's obviously it affects the WNBA workforce in a very specific way, although it affects all of us. It's devastating to think that we can overturn 50 years of progress um, by a vote of just nine people. And it just shows you how important voting is, uh, you know, not only in the presidential elections, but, you know, in the midterms, it's something that as Americans, we have to take very serious. And, you know, just like that, your civil rights can be ripped from you. And uh, I think it's devastating for, for all women. And it should be devastating for all men too. Um, you know, it, it's something when you can't have control of your own body. Um, uh, I don't think that sits well with, with anyone and it shouldn't. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Where do you think a concerned basketball fan goes with all of this uh, en enthusiasm for change or anger for uh, the lack thereof, what what advice would you give to a, a fan that wants to do right in the world but doesn't know where to go next? Well, you know, uh, like I said, I think you you make your you make your 
fight very verbal and you vocalize that by voting and you get other people to vote and uh, you get your message out and you do it in a way where it's informative and people can understand it and the way it affects, you know, people in different ways. And I think sometimes as, as Americans, we don't get that information, um, you know, in a way where we can understand it and how it affects different communities um, down the line. So it's something that we have to be better at, I think, you know, as Americans. Sure. And thanks so much. I mean, I just would be remiss if I didn't bring these up because they're bigger than ball. Um, Absolutely. But, but I'll do our due diligence. I'll get you out of here with a 2K question. So Diana Tarasi, you are the cover athlete alongside Sue Bird for the 2K23, um, the WNBA edition. When you pick up that game, what two WNBA teams are you going to play as? Hmm. Well, I know I'm going to pick Phoenix and then I'll let the computer pick the, the loser. Well, I, that's why I said two. I knew you were going to pick Phoenix first, but who's your second team? I'll let the computer pick it. Don't, can't you do like the... Oh, you just hit random? I mean, I guess I guess we'll go with the original rivalry on oh, with Phoenix, LA. Phoenix, LA. All right. Well, congratulations again. Uh, I'm sure you're through the moon and I'm so excited to play the game. Thank you so much. Likewise. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, Cam. Um, we'll be in touch with all the final materials shortly and all the embargo information. But if you have any